Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Thursday, October 25th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today we'll be looking at why the Nasdaq had its worst day since 2011, and better-than-expected carmaker earnings. Then we'll take a look at why the U.S. is warning the U.K. not to get into the nuclear power business with China. Plus, we'll take you to the scene outside CNN's New York offices after the discovery of a live explosive device. I'm Eric Krupke. And I'm Amy Keene. And here's the news you need to start your day. The Wall Street sell-off continued yesterday. Weak forecasts from some of the first companies to report third quarter results fueled fears that U.S. companies may have reached peak earnings for the cycle. Chip stocks also fell on Wednesday, and many analysts consider these stocks to be a leading indicator of the health of the market. The Nasdaq had its worst one-day showing in seven years, and the S&P 500 went into negative territory for the year. The Dow also ended the day down at 2.4% lower. But investors in car makers were relieved on Wednesday after Ford and Tesla reported better-than-expected earnings. Ford shares rose more than 6% in aftermarket trading as the company reaffirmed its full-year earnings guidance. The company made an adjusted profit of $0.29 per share in the quarter, which was still a cent higher than Wall Street expected. Ford blamed weakness in its China business for lower earnings in the third quarter compared with the same period last year, and said tariffs have cost the company about a billion dollars so far this year. Also reporting on Wednesday afternoon was Tesla, which announced its first quarterly profit in two years. Now, analysts expected the electric car maker to report a loss of 19 cents a share, but Tesla said it made a net profit of $1.75 a share. And Tesla shares jumped more than 10% on the news. The company also reported positive free cash flow of $880 million and better than expected margins on the Model 3. The U.S. has issued a warning to the U.K. about partnering with China's state-backed nuclear company. Britain has plans to partner with China General Nuclear on a host of new power plants, including the 18 billion pound project at Hinkley Point in southwest England. But the U.S. has said it has evidence that the company is taking civilian nuclear technology and transferring it to military uses. The U.S. Assistant Secretary for International Security and Nonproliferation, Christopher Ashley Ford, told the FT that CGN was leading efforts to militarize civilian nuclear technology. These efforts could include powering China's nuclear submarines and aircraft carriers. Mr. Ford said that if, quote, CGN is engaged in helping the Chinese Navy with missiles that could presumably be pointed at Western capitals, it's worth thinking about whether that's a particularly good idea. And here's something you might want to know more about. Multiple high-profile U.S. politicians and a media company received explosive devices in their mail this week. Former President Barack Obama and ex-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton were both targeted by explosive devices in the mail. And yesterday, a similar package was sent to former CIA Director John Brennan at the CNN offices in New York. None of the devices detonated, but there are still many questions about who is responsible for making and sending the packages, and how they were motivated. The FT's Josh Chaffin was outside the scene at CNN's New York offices on Wednesday morning. It was a pretty nervy atmosphere. There was the wail of sirens and the rush of um, emergency vehicles and police and so forth. And I think any New Yorker that 
probably uh, conjures some memories and creates some some anxiety. But it's also it's New York, and there was also the sort of carnival atmosphere to some extent. There were loads of staffers, people who worked in the local market, all outside on the sidewalk, and also local residents, tourists, etc. And I think for a lot of people, there was not so much the fear or terror, but you know, just the curiosity about what was going on and what was this big scene. The big question looming over all of this is who is responsible? And I think it was especially poignant standing outside CNN, which is the media organization that Trump and his administration have warred with. CNN is fake news. I don't take questions from CNN. John Your organization's terrible. Let's go. Quiet. I'm not going to give you a question. You are fake news. Go ahead. There was, I think, a, a, a natural tendency for people to think that this must be a right-wing person and somebody who has been inflamed by the president's rhetoric, by his description of the media as uh, enemies of the people. A few days ago, I called the fake news the enemy of the people, and they are. They are the enemy of the people. He recently celebrated a congressman who physically assaulted a reporter. So I think there was great emotion among CNN and its staff who were not only covering this incident, but also, I think, feeling very personally threatened and that the president was at least responsible for rhetoric that had created the environment for this. CNN and its staff, I think, have been further inflamed by a sense that the president hasn't sort of paid tribute to them in his condemnation of the attack. I'd like to begin today's remarks by providing an update on the suspicious packages and devices mailed to current and former high-ranking government officials. He's talked about former government officials and political leaders being targeted by these bombs, but he has refused to mention news organizations or CNN specifically. Threats of political violence of any kind have no place in the United States of America. Obviously, what happens next with the investigation is going to be critically important. How quickly authorities are able to solve this or not but also, of course, how this plays into midterm elections, which are coming in just two weeks in an incredibly polarized, tense climate. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. And after the close of trade in New York today, we'll be looking at third quarter results from Amazon and Google parent company Alphabet. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. 
By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.